0: Welcome to The Business Playdate, a podcast hosted by Lindsay White and Betsy Moorhead, two internet strangers turned business besties.
1: We're two marketing professionals living across the country, raising our kiddos while running our own individual businesses. We built these businesses based on our experiences working in corporate management roles with the end goal to be able to show up for our families first. And we did it. We're so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode.
0: All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Business
1: Playdate. I'm Betsy Moorhead. And I'm Lindsay White. And how's it going? It's going good over here. I feel like it's been a little busy. This has been my first week back to working hours, like normal working hours for me, which has yeah. been really exciting. I've taken you know eight months of hiatus with very limited childcare to – Having a regular schedule. I wouldn't say I have a ton of childcare, but I have like, I don't know, 20, 20ish hours. Yeah, like you're
0: you have your dedicated work time now, which is kid-free and and amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I know. It's been interesting. We went on vacation last week and so we're back and my little one has been sick, so she's been home for the last couple of days and so you might hear her in the background. But <laughs> She's not alone. My husband's with her. I didn't just, <laughs> I didn't just put Miss Rachel on to babysit to record this, <laughs> but it's always so sad when the, like the baby is sick cause they just can't tell you what's wrong. So no,
1: it's always so sad.
0: I know. Well, I'm so happy for you that you're like getting back in the swing of things. And I know
1: I even signed a client my first, you know, day number four back and I signed a new client.
0: Snaps. That's awesome. Love it. Love to hear it. Love to see it. What kind of work are you, like, is it marketing, like strategy? Like, what kind of work are you doing with yes. the client.
1: So it's starting off as a project. We're doing a marketing strategy project. And so that's going to start off the entire relationship. And then we're moving into a brand foundations project. Those are kind of going hand in hand at the same time. They already have a brand foundation. So we're just kind of tweaking it, tailoring it, dependent on what we find when we go through that marketing plan with them. And then we're going to roll into a really big retainer. That's so, exciting. Excited about that
0: like welcome back to your (laughs) full jump in.
1: Yeah. It's like kind of like a kick in the pants. I'm like, Oh, I guess I'm really doing
0: this. (laughs) No, I know. It's like a month of um, changes for me too. I just rolled off one of my retainer clients for the summer, but I'm rolling into a project work with them for the next few months. And so it's going to be like a different capacity, but I'm still excited that I get to work with this same team of people because they're really, it's really incredible work what they do, but it's just fun. So it sounds like we're kind of just both going through some ebbs and flows, which is business, but all marketing marketing centric, which I think is what we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we are. So why don't we just jump in? Let's do it. So Betsy, I was going to ask you first, what is marketing to you? Oh,
0: man. What is marketing to me? It's such an umbrella term, but if I like had to put words to it that personally feel right to me. Marketing is the like who, what, when, where, how of your business. It's how you are reaching your goals. It's the strategy behind why you're doing what you're doing. It's helping you figure out who your audience is. I mean, there's so many pieces to marketing that it's funny when you ask somebody who's not in marketing, what marketing is. And they'll give you like one short little answer probably make like sometimes, oh, it's like posting on social media. But, you know, it's just kind of telling who your business is and what you're doing and how to get in front of people. And that's probably like a very, um, uh, elaborated, like roundabout answer, but, um, I'm not technical over here. you know? So,
1: so I just pulled up the Oxford dictionary definition. And according to them, marketing is the activity or business of promoting and selling products or services, including market research and advertising, which is so funny because this is such like a cookie cutter, dry and boring answer where I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, marketing is like a whole bag of- A whole lot more. Yeah. It's like a whole lot more.
0: Yeah. Funny, aside story. So my background was always in communications. I was like, came from journalism. I would write like press releases. Um, uh, very like communication, speaking, like public speaking, focus too, and then it wasn't until like uh, probably t- seven or so years into my career that I had somebody who was like s- solely marketing focused come in as a boss and was like marketing and communications are two different things, you know, like there are two different aspects of like your whole marketing plan and your whole marketing efforts, um, and so it's taken some time to like readjust my brain to that information. But gosh, now being out here on my own doing it and like having gone through the DOM program and everything, I mean, it is, there's so much more than a cookie cutter answer.
1: So much more than a cookie cutter answer. It's funny. So I was talking with a potential client the other day and she was like, well, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? We were talking about different departments and different divisions of their company and how it would all pertain to marketing. I'm like, well, you know what? Marketing is really the one person in the room at a, a company. It doesn't matter if it's a big or small company. Marketing is the one person in the room who talks to every single decision maker at the company. Yeah. HR, you know, like your business units, your operations, all of these different pieces of the puzzle. Marketing is usually the only person that touches all of those. And that so true. in my career of marketing, the marketing meetings is always where everyone's in the room The marketing person is the only one that knows everything that's going on. And it's like all these jaw-dropping moments of like, oh, I didn't know that that was happening. Or, oh, why don't we create some synergies between these different departments and make Mm -hmm. it a bigger campaign? And I think that's so cool because it's almost like marketing is the heart of every company. I love
0: that. It is the heart of every company. And if the marketing person isn't in the room, then nobody kind of knows what's all going going on after the meeting.
1: Everyone's in the dark. No uh-huh. one's thinking about putting the brand first and yes. how the uh, brand strategy is involved, and everyone is just kind of confused. So, like
0: marketing and operations were always like the two people in my past life that had to be in the room for meetings.
1: Yes, absolutely, because they're the only ones that know all of the things. Yes, or get shit done. <laughs> there you go. Well,
0: <laughs> that should be like on the shirt or on like the the name label of every marketer is "I get shit done."
1: Yes, exactly,
0: exactly. So what about, like, I think a lot of people listening are probably familiar with marketing, you know, all the different aspects of it. But what about, like, a marketing strategy? Because I think when I talk to clients, sometimes, you know, the first question we always ask, right, is, you know, do you have a marketing strategy? How does it back up your business goals? And I think sometimes, depending on how big the business is or like how involved the business owner is, right, that could be so many different things to people. But can you walk everyone through just like the high levels of a true marketing strategy? Because that's your bread and butter. And Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course. I think a lot of times, especially business owners, smaller but get very confused on what marketing is and why you would even need a marketing strategy, and we'll dive into this a little bit more, but I feel like a lot of clients come to me and they're like, hey, I need help with social media. And I'm like, do you though? Is that what you need help with? And so really what they need help with is the marketing strategy and they don't know it because they don't think about marketing like that. But a marketing strategy plan is something that every business should have in place. And it really starts by identifying the business's goals, whether it's a corporate company or a small mom and pop shop. You need to know what the business goals are. Are they trying to raise revenues? Are they trying to Uh, bring in more team members? Are they trying to create more efficiencies? Like what are the business goals? Lead Mm -hmm. generation? Are they having some gaps there? Is that a business goal? And then from the business goals, you can distill down, okay, here's the marketing goals that are going to support those business goals. Yes. Yeah. Because you can't have a, why why are we doing marketing for something that's not going to relate to the business? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: How is X, Y, and Z tactic actually going to benefit you down the road?
1: Right. And distilling this down to the most like base level, oftentimes you'll have people come to you saying, Hey, I want to increase my follower count. And that's such a vanity metric and generally has nothing to do with the marketing goals or the business goals.
0: You know, you know why? Because they saw somebody post on Facebook one time or they read one article about how Facebook's algorithm is pushing certain kind of content. And it's like, Okay, you know it's there's just so much information out there. It's it's like it's it's no one's fault, right? That they get confused about. Speaking of specifically vanity metrics, but like there's it's no one's fault. It's just kind of like how things are being presented these days, and so I think that's why people like us and in our positions are so important.
1: Absolutely for businesses that have goals, but they don't know how to reach them. And that's always my first question to a client or a potential client when they come to me with a tactical idea, mm-hmm. something like let's launch a YouTube channel, let's start a podcast, let's increase our follower count, let's create an engagement campaign. It's like, okay, well, what's the business goal and what's the marketing goal that this is supporting?
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have
1: that? Because if you can't answer that, then we need to connect those dots mm-hmm. and create the invisible string, if you will. Whoa. Uh, I know. Did you like that? Love it. Love it. And then after we create that, you know, connection, we can work on that tactic. But if that tactic doesn't connect to a marketing goal up to a business goal, then we're not doing it. Yeah. Can you like,
0: so I think business goals, it's like you got like your short-term and your long-term business goals, right? And like I've worked with some businesses who have very like hefty long-term goals and, it's hard not to see the big picture sometimes, but as people in our position, I think sometimes you have to like encourage your client to step back and be like, okay, what are your short term goals that yes. we can really implement a marketing strategy in in the current to reach those goals first. So, like, I'll use an example. Um, one of my clients had like a very big revenue goal for their online Shopify store, and she had hired me to run all of her digital advertising and it took a little while, but to get there because, you know, data and metrics and everything and all the optimization that ads need to do. But once, uh, you know, I sat her down and I was like, here's the strategy that we need to work with. It's not just running ads, right? It's, and and this is just one piece of a marketing puzzle, right? But like, it's not just that we're going to run the ads and then the revenue will come. There has to be a strategy behind it. And so I kind of had to like Take her and and pull her back and be like, okay, so you're trying to reach fifty thousand dollars, right, in revenue or whatever the number is. You're you know so far away from it. Let's implement this strategy from a advertising perspective. Like that was a tactic that we were using to reach the marketing goal of increasing leads and revenue and conversions to the website, and so. It's just like knowing how to talk to people about that because it's like, oh, well, I just want to grow my business and I just want to make money. It's like, okay, but what are your specific short-term goals to help you then reach your long-term goal?
1: Right, right. And a, a lot of times too, especially with this new world of social media and online business and all of these things, especially marketing, like even speaking to the marketing service providers here, you confuse personal fulfillment or personal branding with actual business building marketing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like me personally, I don't have to be on social media to build my marketing business. Mm-hmm. In order for me to reach my business goals for my business, I don't have to have social media as a tactic. Now, I might enjoy being on social media and that's right. fun for me. Right, That's different than me using a marketing tactic to reach a business goal.
0: Right. I heard somebody in our industry say – I'm not using social media to talk to my next client. I'm using social media to talk to the people who are going to refer me to my next client. And I thought that was an interesting perspective because I'm kind of going off subject a little bit here, but I think you and I both feel that way. Like a lot of our business comes in referrals, But people just feel like they have to be on social media in order for their business to be successful because social media is marketing to them, right? right? And I think a lot of times when people say they need marketing help, they assume that they just need someone to come on and like post on social media for them. Mm -hmm. But social media is a tactical piece of your marketing strategy.
1: Yeah. Social media is just a channel. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of channels that you can tap into, right? TV. You can tap into radio. You can tap into mail you can mm-hmm. tap into all sorts of things. So, yeah, I mean, people get so confused when they think about marketing. They just they go to surface level and rather than thinking about the tactics, our job as marketers is to bring them higher than the tactics and bring them all the way through to those marketing goals, to those business goals and keep them in line with things that are going to work for them, for their audience is always something you want to consider. Where is yeah. their audience going to be and how are they going to perceive these different marketing pieces? But a lot of times business owners, they're very tactical and they just think they need social media and that's why their business isn't working. And mm-hmm. rather you need to look at the bigger picture, look at those marketing goals, look at those business goals and evaluate it that way. And two, like
0: audit all your channels, right? Like how... What do you currently have that's working? What do you currently have that's not working? And where do you need to spend your time and your money and your effort Mm -hmm. to make sure that your strategy is working for you and not against you?
1: And that's too why, I mean, further out from the marketing planning is the data and the KPIs and tracking that. Yeah. Because if you're not tracking that, you can't figure out what's working and what's not working.
0: You're just guessing. I um I had like a a note in my phone to talk about some of the different marketing jargon and like some of the different like uh, acronyms you know that are out there that I think. People can throw around sometimes yeah. that are in this space, and it can kind of sound a little like, "Oh, you know, uppity" at times. But I mean, yes. it
1: well, let me. KPIs are key performance oh. indicators. In <laughs> case anyone doesn't know,
0: no, you're good. I'm like I, because I catch myself sometimes being like, "Oh yeah, your CTR is this, your CPA, you know." Like when it comes to advertising, and I'm like, my client probably doesn't really understand a lot of these terms, and so I, I sometimes like. I just spell them out, you know, and yeah. in any reports that I give them. But anyway, I know. I, What's like funny some-
1: is one of my – I'm the exact opposite. One of my skills has always been to take like these really broad ideas and just spit them out like they're like layman's terms, like this yeah. is how you understand it. And so my clients, they would never even know that there was a fancy term. <laughs>
0: I remember whenever I first started getting into like true marketing, like the analytics side, like all the data. I never knew that I was such a nerd about data until I started truly working with like a marketing, uh, somebody who like had like a very serious marketing background, like uh, market research and advertising and all of this. And so once I started, I can, I can vividly remember sitting in the room. We were going through an advertising plan with the advertising agency that we were working with. And they're just spitting out all these like acronyms and terms. And I'm literally sitting there on my phone Googling all of them.
1: Well, what's funny is I remember, I vividly remember in my corporate job, I had an office and it was right next to a corner office. I certainly did not have a corner Mm. office. However, I was right next to a corner office and the woman who was in the corner office was a high level exec. And I heard her over, I overheard her on a conference call and she was saying they were getting in an argument about marketing. And she's like, that's not marketing. Marketing is data and it's looking at the data and figuring out what to do next. It's not just, trying something. We need to be looking at the data. Marketing is all a data game. And I'm like, I love that. You're right. It is. Right. And it's so
0: like, I think that's one of the things that draws me to marketing specifically, because I do have like a creative side to my brain. You know, I left, I, I love to use that creative side, but there's just something about the data and the analytics and like the numbers that you see, like you act like that's what I, there's not a lot of positions if you will or like industries where like you are in real time seeing what works and what does not work especially when it comes to digital advertising or digital marketing like you can just pivot yeah. and and that is such a game changer i mean i think both of us probably have always worked in the digital world right i mean like we've always had like well by that i mean like we've always had like
1: digital, digital aspects digital
0: aspects to what we do right i mean like think about like in the nineties and, you know, people, the marketing, they were, there weren't like, they didn't have this like raw data probably as easily readily available to them. Right. So maybe you and I don't maybe have that experience, but I just like, I love the fact that there's so many reporting platforms and so many like dashboards you can pull together and you can like kind of even like make the report and the data, like tell this whole story that you're trying to. Yes. Portray, and I just put a report together for a client, and we're trying to like put some some numbers behind the support for for a, an an event. And when I put the numbers together and showed it to her, she was like, "This is amazing! Like this is what I need to see." Because when you're trying to just tell somebody about it, it doesn't make sense unless you can visually see it too.
1: Absolutely, and I think too, thinking about us in our jobs as marketers and probably a lot of our listeners are marketers for their clients, we have to to show our clients those numbers because they're not going to know the impact that marketing is having Mm -hmm. unless they see those numbers. And so you have to be tracking. You have to be able to have an analytics dashboard because if you can't, you can't back up the things that you're doing and say, hey, this marketing plan is working or hey, this specific piece of our marketing plan is not working and we need to pivot.
0: Yeah. Do you have – This is not sponsored, but do you have a favorite like reporting dashboard that you use for your clients?
1: I just make my own.
0: (laughs) I think I remember you telling me that one time.
1: (laughs) Love an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, I love a good Excel. Love that. I should have something more sophisticated, but all of my clients (laughs) are just so different and they use different platforms and Mm -hmm. some are on social and some aren't on social and some are doing email through a platform. I like to just kind of take whatever platforms they're using are, and then take the numbers and put them all together into something
0: yeah. that works. No, I love that too. I do that for like non-advertising data, Yeah, like general yeah. KPIs. But um, I have been using it's called dash this and it's a dashboard that I can connect with ad accounts and you can kind of manipulate the data to like, if I just only want like a certain campaign to show up in these and I can share the links with my clients, which I, which I really like. Um, so they can kind of like see everything in real time, but man, I mean, also talk about a million different types of dashboards and ways you can report on things for sure. That's what makes marketing so exciting.
1: It is. But I love that there's that platform for you, you know, to keep keep things easy and streamlined.
0: Yes. What has been like when you started in this space and you so I tell people I'm a marketing consultant, right? Like I have a marketing consulting business. I provide marketing strategy, marketing insight, digital advertising, digital marketing consulting. What do you feel like when you tell people what you do, they think that means?
1: I Oftentimes, I think they think it means I post on social media.
0: I literally can guarantee you that's what people think it means because that's exactly what people have verbally said back to me. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) no, I actually don't do that at all. I know. It's hard. It's like another one of these like people sometimes just don't get it
1: people don't understand the breadth of marketing. Mm -hmm. They don't understand all of the different pieces of that marketing puzzle. And yeah, social media is a piece of marketing and it can be a huge piece of some businesses' marketing plans. And I think too that We work with a lot of people in the online space where social media is a huge piece of their marketing. Yeah,
0: it's every everyone has social media at the ready in front of them, so no, I can't blame anyone for thinking marketing. Oh, social media! Like it it is like the forefront of people's minds when they think of a marketing tactic.
1: Yeah, I think about social media. So I work with a lot of professional services, and I think about social media like the magazine. It's it's a magazine that shows some insight into your business and what you're doing. So if I'm working with a professional services company, they need to have a social media presence most likely, especially if they're retail oriented and they're focused on serving, you know, end clients. If they're B2B, it's probably a different situation. But if you're serving an end client, you want your client to be able to Google you, find an Instagram page and see, oh, like, look at them. They gave back in the community or, oh, they bring their pets to work. That's so fun. Um, Oh, look, they won an award for being the best accountant in the city of Minneapolis. You know, like all of these different features. They want to see the features, the benefits. Think of it like a magazine page, but that's not only social. (laughs) That's not only marketing. That's not all, you know that we do. And I think that most people assume right away that I just post on social media as a marketing consultant.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And then, you know, oh, you're, you know, you're a consultant. So what does that mean? And I think from, you know, our perspective, like, we have this vast experience and we have a lot of it. And so I I'm readily available for people to consult with Mm -hmm. and that is also kind of confusing. So to add like
1: marketing and then
0: consultant together,
1: (laughs) it's just like a – People get super confused. And I think too like when I think about the best clients for me and my marketing services business, it's Mm -hmm. always the clients who are thinking proactively – They know they want to do something. They know they need marketing help. They don't really know where to start, but they know that they need it rather than someone who's coming to me saying, hey, I need help with social media. Because then those clients, potential clients, I have to have this big conversation where I'm educating them on why they need a marketing strategy plan, what the whole marketing picture is. And there are people out there, people who have MBAs, people who are running really successful businesses who are thinking proactively and they know Mm -hmm. that there is this vast marketing area that they don't know enough about and they need to pull in a professional. So I think that that too, when a lot of people come to me and they're a marketing services business owner they're having trouble finding clients who are going to pay their rates or who are going to see them for the value that they can provide. And I think it really comes down to not the service provider, but more the people that they're attracting or talking to.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Because they don't understand marketing and like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I I definitely agree with that. that.
1: I don't know. Do you ever feel like you have to educate your clients on the front end before you start working with them on what marketing is? Or do you? Do you tend to shy away from those kinds of clients? No,
0: for sure. I mean, my like I like I think we've talked about this. Like I don't have a specific industry that I work in, right? Like so I work with store owners and boutiques and I work with uh like organize like nonprofit organizations and like very successful businesses. But everyone that I work with is pretty well established and some do have very good understanding of what marketing is. They just don't know how to implement it or they don't have a strategy and they know that they need a strategy. So one of my clients, I actually work with their marketing person. So, I mean, she has a marketing background. She went to school for that. You know, she, she knows what she's doing. She's like, I just don't have the experience that you do when it comes to strategy. And so I'm a true consultant for them. And I think the ones that i have to maybe give a little bit of education to are the busy business shop owners who are trying to do all the things, right? And it's like, oh, i only have time to post on social media or i only have time to like take video content or be in the stories on Instagram or, you know, i only have time to like send out an email every now and then. And it's like, okay, well, let's let's take a step back like you need a strategy because right now you're making everything more difficult for you and for your business and for reaching those goals, you know? And, um, so yeah, I I do feel like it does take some education and, you know, honestly, like coming from a corporate background where like everyone I was working with inherently got it. And then now stepping into this freelancer consultant, you know, business owner role on our own, it takes some re-educating of yourself of how to communicate that to people who aren't in this space, but also confidence. I mean, I think it took me a little while to feel confident enough to be like, I'm a marketing expert. Let me now explain to you who is a business owner how I can come in. You know, it, it just, there has to be like a whole shift in your perspective of what you're trying to accomplish because before you were working with like a, maybe a massive team of people who you were got it, got it. And you were all working together and you all understood what the end goal was. And, and now you're, you know, talking to someone who this is their business. Like for me, I work with, you know, business owners who have like, like I'm using like my, maybe my, like my store, my boutique Clients, as an example, but like that's their livelihood, right? Like they're not—they're not a part of like a bigger organization. You know, if their marketing isn't working for their store, or their business, and they're not making sales, then, then, that's—that's that's it. You know, so they need that understanding and that—that that, you know that um, I do use the word
1: handholding, but like they do, they need that. They need that support. But they're in a reactive position. Exactly, they, they are reacting to their current circumstances, and I feel mm-hmm. like when business owners or companies or whoever is in a reactive state, they need someone to come in and do a quick fix. Like their priority is we need money coming in. Then maybe we can worry about the marketing strategy plan. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it's always good to have those kinds of ideas for that kind of priority in your back pocket. But at the end of the day, having a strategy is what's going to make this, make your marketing efforts work for you in the long term and become a long-term business rather than something that's just, you know, quick, a quick buck. Yeah. And then
0: like, you know, for anyone listening who is in our position where they are providing marketing services to people, that being that support and that person that can communicate with your clients like that, that just builds your relationship with them even more. And then you have a long-term connection, like say it's maybe even just project work, but they're going to keep coming back to you because you are, I mean, I know you've experienced that, right? Where like you maybe have done a project with somebody and then they keep coming back to you. And if you can establish yourself as an expert and you're confident about what you're saying and you, you understand marketing and what it does for a business and that it's not just slapping a few things on social media or sending out a couple of emails that there's like a true strategy that that your marketing strategy is reaching your business goals then you know establish yourself as the expert and people will just keep coming back to you and then they'll refer you out and before you know it you've got a roster full of clients that you're just being a marketing badass for
1: exactly exactly and i think i mean you said you said confidence in what you were just saying and Uh, Clarity really breeds confidence. Mm -hmm. You can't be confident in something unless you're really clear in it. And I think that getting really clear on who you are, how you serve people, what your value is,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: is going to help you build that, that skill of stepping into a leadership role and stepping into a leadership mindset that you are an expert. Right.
0: Yeah. I love that. Clarity breeds confidence. Can we get that on a coffee mug?
1: Right? That's what we need. <laughs> Cuz
0: mine just says chaos coordinator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is also true of which my life. Which is also
0: which is also true in all aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. Oh man, well what a fun conversation. I think yeah. that hopefully, you know, if anyone has questions, they should definitely reach out to us on on the Instagrams.
1: Yeah, definitely. Couple tangible tips.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
1: so my first one is to get really solid, get clear, if you will, on your educating clients sp- spiel. So when a client comes to you asking for a social media plan or to start making social media posts for them, what is your conversation going to look like to educate them on why we can't just do a social media post to increase their marketing presence? Why we need a marketing strategy plan? Mm-hmm.
0: No, I love that. Mine would probably be if you have not ever built out a marketing strategy, maybe take some time to build like a little mini marketing strategy for your business. So identify your business goals, what kind of marketing tactics you need to do, and then maybe just put like a little mini plan together Mm -hmm. and just just practice. I think the first time you ever build one out, it can seem like a really daunting task,
1: but it doesn't have to be overcomplicated at all. Mm -hmm. No, I think people get really scared when they hear the word strategy. It's like oh, yeah. it's too big.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, yeah. this has been so fun. I know that we both have had busy, crazy weeks, but it's Friday. Well, it's Friday for us. I don't know what yeah. day this will be.
1: Yeah, it'll be one day, probably a Thursday. Yes. But if you uh,
0: give us a follow, give us a follow on Instagram. We hang out over there at the business playdate on Instagram. Yep. I'm at Betsy biz.
1: I'm at lindsaywhite.co, but definitely go follow at The Business Playdate.
0: Yes, follow us. There's some fun stuff coming over there. So, All right, everyone. Well, we will see you next time.
1: Have a good one. Bye, guys.